0: Please subscribe and ask your friends to subscribe. And if you can, help us out, PayPal, because those guys behind the camera need some money. Dan McTague was a Liberal Member of Parliament for a long, long time. He knows policy, and he knows all about gas prices and the foibles of this government. He joins me right now because there's something new I want to ask you. Well, it's old, but I mean, it's a new issue. Most legislators, MPs, MPPs, MLAs, will admit that when they're voting on something, a piece of legislation, they have not read it. And they've been told by the government in power, this is what it's going to do. And I've had that personal experience when I've asked an MP, did you read this before? Do you know what that did? Well, no. No one reads it.
1: Yeah. Is that true? No one reads it. You have to be a bit of a geek to go through 950 pages of an omnibus bill or the budget. You don't have the time. Well, shouldn't you have somebody on your staff? MPs have
0: staffs. Say, hey, sit down for a few hours, read this, and give me the highlights.
1: Well, the staff is already appointed by the Prime Minister's office, Katie Telford in particular. Members of Parliament can't choose what to pick, what to issues to talk about, what to debate, what sections they like or dislike, much less read it, or have their staff read it. Their staff is already part of the ordained group of people who will say whatever the government wants. There is no objectivity.
0: And yet, though, so that 900-page bill, even, you know, people in the PMO and some other high staffers will know the highlights of it, but the details and how it could you know, screw up a person's business or life is put in there by bureaucrats. So really, it comes down to the fact that we have government by bureaucrats. I mean, these agencies and all these
1: people out there hired with big, big pensions are telling everybody what to do. Well, yeah, we did have that. They're technocrats, but worse, we even hired companies like McKinsey to go out and second guess what they're doing. So we have layer after layer after layer of consultation. But we don't consult people in this country. And we don't allow our members of Parliament to consult people, much less articulate the concerns that might come out of a particular document for which they have never seen, but which they're told they have to vote for or be disciplined, thrown out of caucus, and banished.
0: So it it sounds like we're going from a democracy back to what it used to be three centuries ago with monarchies when you had the king or the queen, and they ran everything according to a few people around them. And... uh, and
1: they ruled, they oh, ruled and the world. Enlightened despots, of course. Uh, look, it's up to members of parliament to pull back and do what they need to do. Uh, I was no you saint when any it hope came for to that. I think there is. I think I think there's a there's a thirsting for this. There are issues that the House of Commons. It, my my credo as a member of parliament for 18, 19 years was simply this: if it wasn't something we campaigned on, it's something's new. It's a wide open area, It's tabula rasa. You could do what you want, and I did. I think the same should apply today. If these are things, they're new ideas, constituents, they happen to be endemic to your own riding, then yes, members of Parliament should take the opportunity. They have a lot more power and influence than they could possibly know. I know I passed probably more bills than any MP, uh, certainly as far as my contemporaries are concerned. So MPs have the
0: power if they only would wake up and use it. Absolutely.
1: Hey, listen, use it or lose it.
0: Dan McTague, smart. Three minutes. Liberties and freedom of speech are under attack in Canada like never before. So let's keep this discussion on the air. PayPal, write a check, and please include your address so I can write a thank you letter to you. And ask your friends, please subscribe. It's important to keep this on the air. And thank you.